USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance, your host for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise once again. We're always happy to talk with you on a Sunday morning. And today we have a very special topic because it's a very special time of year. It's the open enrollment time for Medicare. And boy, you know, I have a Master of Laws in Taxation, and I enjoy that. And I don't think of that as being complicated at all compared to Medicare. I think Medicare is one of the most confusing, complicated, detailed things that I've ever worked with. And I wish I didn't have to deal with it, but we do. (laughs) And besides which, um, Tenny, you and I are on Medicare. So first of all, I'd like to say good morning to Attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. So we received some interesting news just recently, right? We've been on Uh, Medicare supplement insurance for a number of years now with Harvard Pilgrim Stride. And we each received a letter in the mail at home in the last, uh, what, 10 days, two weeks? Something like that. First of all, saying that they're no longer going to be providing Harvard Pilgrim uh, Stride anymore in Massachusetts. And as of the end of the year, we may not have coverage. We have to do something else. And then about a week after that, we got a letter saying that Harvard Pilgrim was merging into Tufts, I guess it was, right? Right. So now we have to figure out a whole new program and figure out what does that mean for us and is it going to cost us more money? Is it going to cost us the same? And so my first call was to my counsel on aging to get an appointment with a shine counselor so we could figure this whole thing out. Because if we're in the same situation, there's got to be a lot more people out there who are in the same situation, equally confused, wondering what to do. So today what we're going to hope to do is to give you a lot more information from an expert in the field. So Peggy, I guess I could call you an expert out in the field. (laughs) Thank you very much. I don't know if I'm big expert, but I tried my very hardest to give good information. Well, let me formally introduce Peggy Vollmer, V-O-L-M-E-R. Uh, she's affiliated with the Dartmouth Council on Aging. And the telephone number you've provided, Peggy, is that a number that you can be reached at? That is the Dartmouth Council on Aging okay. um, telephone number. All right. Uh, so that number is 508-999-4717. I guess I have to say that if you really are thinking about getting some further information on Medicare and what your options are and choices are, this is certainly the year to do it because there's been a lot of changes out there in the field. So the open enrollment period actually starts started October 15th, and it goes until December 7th. Now, Peggy, I know you've worked for the uh, Council on Aging for a number of years right now. And uh, how long? I've been there about five years now. Okay. And in order for you to be counseling other people into the, their options for Medicare or Medicare Advantage, for example, you have to go through certain kinds of training, don't you? Yes, that's correct. And my understanding is that you are a volunteer doing this. That's correct, too. And that's always sort of blown me away because Tenny and I have gone in the past to the Dartmouth Council on Aging and we'll tell you what your other choices are. And we've always been very impressed sitting down and meeting with somebody and looking at a computer screen together and figuring out what our choices are and what our options are and what's it going to cost us and whether one program is better than another and can you save money doing one program versus another. Now, I know that before doing this, uh, you also worked for the Department of Development Services for the state of Massachusetts. That's correct. And um, I know that used to be called the Department of Retardation, but they don't use that terminology anymore. That's correct. 
So now, and before that, you worked at uh, Bristol Community College in the administration section. And I have a great deal of respect for that school, by the way. I know many, many people who got their start there. I did. I had, I've got my associates from BCC. Good. Excellent. Now, you are working as a volunteer for an organization called SHINE, S-H-I-N-E. And you've been doing that for five years as a volunteer. You have to have special training to do that because it's a complicated subject. Yes, that's correct. And basically, what does SHINE do? It helps people over 65 make good Medicaid choices, Medicare choices, I should say. That's correct. Okay. And... So what does SHINE stand for? SHINE stands for Serving the Health Care Needs of Everyone. I can never remember that. Every year I go through this and say, let's see, it's Serving Home... No. (laughs) I cannot remember what those letters stand for. I always thought it was like a... Uh, seniors helping individuals. Yeah, <laughs> we're just not needing good at everything. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's an interesting acronym. Um, How many people do you see on a say a daily basis? It varies depending on the time of year. Um, right now, um, probably six, seven people. Right now, wow. but when it's not open enrollment. Then, depending on how the cases um, the people have turning 65 or just wanting information, um, it might be three or four. It's not just the Dartmouth Council on Aging that has Shine counselors, correct? No. We have them in all the senior council on agents. We have Shine counselors over in Fairhaven, council on aging. There's in New Bedford, council on aging. There's in Cushnet uh, does not have a shine counselor right now. Okay. Um, Westport has a shine counselor. Um, Rochester. And Rochester and Marion and Manapoisa. Uh, Connie's down in those two areas. Okay. But I think that's an important point for people to realize is although you're from the Dartmouth Council on Aging office, people should start out by contacting their own council on aging in their own city or town that's first. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Um, we often have um, people come in here who are turning 65 and want to know what they have to do. And I s- always tell them, first thing you've got to do is go talk to your shine person. So it's serving the health insurance needs of everyone. So b- basically what you do is you help make people understand their choices and make decisions about what their options are that they want to That's select. That's correct. What I'd like to do, um, well, I'm going to come back to some of the main questions in a few minutes, but what I'd like to do is to start out with what is Medicare and how does somebody sign up for Medicare and why is this open enrollment period so important? Because that's the time of year when you can change from one one plan to one, another one plan. One plan or one provider to another. right. And you can only do it during this very limited time of the year. So if you think you might do better, or if you think you'd like to look at some other options instead of the plan that you're on. This also, is- people come in to look at um, if they have a Medigap type of plan, and they're just going to come in to look at their drug plans. Sometimes they've changed the drugs that are on. If they're maybe on a 2, they might have changed it to a tier 3 um, they might have changed. We've got some drug plans now that have gone up substantially in their monthly cost. Mm-hmm. So people analyze it to see if it's still a good plan for them to be on. Because sometimes it makes sense to change. Sometimes it saves you money to change. Right. I'm still confused by one thing you said, Peggy. What is Medigap? The Medigap is a type of supplement to the Medicare. You have two sides when you, the Part A is for hospitalization. Usually nobody pays for that. Um, The Part B is what comes out of your Medicare. And if you've put in 40 quarters, then you're qualified to go on to Medicare. But if you haven't put in, sometime too, if you've been married 10 years, then you can go on to your spouse. 
um, and collect Medicare. Even just making this little distinction, it already illustrates how confusing and complicated the subject can be. Yeah, so somebody turns 65. They should contact Social Security. Yeah, they want to pick up Medicare, but Medicare does not pay for everything, right? No, it, Medicare is the, A is the hospitalization, 80%. The B part is for doctors and labs and services, that's 80%. And that is 148.50 right now at this time. And that is coming out of usually people's Social Security. But if you don't have Social Security, then they can bill you. If you can qualify to go under Medicare through a spouse or something, but you don't have enough quarters or enough Social Security because Massachusetts has the double dipping. Um, so you, they would bill you directly and you would pay for it. So let's come back to real basics. Uh, Medicare is a health insurance program, which is paid for mostly by the federal government. That's correct. Okay. And then original Medicare, as it sometimes is called, includes parts A and B. And part A is the hospital insurance that you just described. And then part B um, is medical insurance, which pays for doctor's bills primarily. Labs. But, But it doesn't pay for medicines, prescriptions. No, it doesn't. So if you want something beyond hospital insurance and doctor bill insurance, then you've got to sign up for what? Part, part D. Part D. And that covers prescription drug coverage. That's correct. So what you don't want to typically do is sign up for just part A and part B, which is hospital and medical doctor bills. You want to make sure you always have part D because prescription drugs can be really, really expensive. And then over and above that, there are gaps. And then now you have to think about having supplemental coverage. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about these supplemental programs as well and remind you that you're listening to WBSM, you're listening to MoneyWise, and we've got a lot of information we can pass out to you, or you can also visit your local Shine Counselor. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We've got a lot of information for you. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan, 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. We're so happy to have you with us. We're talking about a very complicated subject today. Fortunately, we have a couple of good qualified people here to talk to you. We've got attorney Tenny Lance, who does a lot of work with people's estate plans and protecting them with legal documents. And then we're, most importantly, we're here with uh, Peggy Volmer, V-O-L-M-E-R, excuse me. And she's a shine counselor, a volunteer, with the Dartmouth Council on Aging. And just a quick reminder that every local city and town virtually, I think a cushion that you said does not, has a shine counselor. And in this area, if they needed to go, the Middleborough is the South Coast Regional Area Office that covers this area in Middleborough. I think I remember that from last year. You know, it takes a lot of work to do what you do. So I want to give you uh, some good praise from a quotation from somebody that I admired a great deal. This is from Colin Powell, who recently passed away. He was Secretary of State. He was uh, the uh, main general in the United Chairman. States. Chairman, okay. Chairman of the uh, Joint Chiefs Joint of Chiefs. Staff. Thank you. Yep. And he once said, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. So he had a lot of interesting things to say. They weren't terribly humorous, but they were something you could they sink were, your teeth into. Yeah, they were right on target. So he said also, Colin Powell, success is the result of perfection, hard work, learning from failure, loyalty, and persistence. Very similar to the last quotation. 
But I admired him a lot. I probably would have voted for him if he had run for president, but he chose not to run for president. So I, I mentioned earlier that we've got this wonderful little chart. We're happy to send you a copy. It's two pages. It talks about um, Medicare solutions and a quick look at your Medicare choices. And we've all got one of these sitting at this table. It's this little brown thing. Um, option one, you, know, you should have one of these also. It's probably buried. Uh, original Medicare is part A and part B. Part A is the hospital insurance. Part B is the medical insurance. And then most people should think about making sure you add part D, which is Medicare prescription drug coverage. And then beyond that, you still have things that aren't necessarily covered. So you may want to think about supplemental coverage. It can be a Medigap policy, or it can be different kinds of things. Now, I think it's true that not everybody has to sign up for Medicare when they reach 65. If they're still employed full-time and they're covered by a health insurance plan at work, I believe they don't have to sign up for Medicare until they uh, actually stop working and are no longer covered by um, Medicare insurance. Other than that, most people should sign up when they reach 65 if they're not working and not covered by insurance. Now, when you do that, I know we've got another section here talking about signing up for Medicare. Some people get Part A and Part B Medicare automatically. If you're under 65 and you have a disability, you get Part A and Part B, but only after you get Social Security disability benefits. And there's some other complicated rules. Um, let's see, if you have ALS, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, you get Part A and Part B automatically uh, the month that your Social Security disability benefits begin. And there's a few other unusual cases like that. But other than that, when you're getting close to 65, this is a big misconception that a lot of people have. Uh, this section is titled Signing Up for Medicare. And the second page of what I'm looking at basically says, who must sign up for Part A or Part B? So if you're getting close to 65 and you're not getting Social Security, um, you still need to sign up for Social, for, for, excuse me, for Medicare. A lot of people, I see this a great deal, say, well, if I'm not going to collect Social Security, then I don't have to sign up for Medicare, right? Wrong. That's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. So that's probably the biggest misconception I've ever seen about um, signing up for Medicare. Some people choose to defer. Uh, some people choose to collect early. You still have to wait until you're 65 or start when you become 65. Then there's a couple of other dates. Um, you can get information from a Social Security program. You can get information from your Shine counselor, uh, like Peggy. And if you didn't get enrolled automatically in Part A and Part B, um, when can you sign up? There's very specific time periods for that. There's uh, three months before your birthday, the month of your birthday, and three months after your birthday. Okay. And that, those are really critical time periods, aren't they? They are very critical. Because uh, my understanding is that if you don't sign up for Medicare within those time frames that you should, and you wait until, say, a year or two later... You're going to get penalized. You'll be penalized for the rest of your life because your Medicare coverage is going to cost you more money for the rest of your life. So don't ignore age 65. A lot of things happen at 65 besides starting to fall apart. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, so if we are, um, if we are ready to talk about supplemental plans, is that where you'd like to go? Yeah, we can next? do that. Because those are the things that confuse me. So as Peggy indicated, if you have basic Medicare, you get certain coverages. But there are gaps, and there's different ways of filling that gap. So there's, and, yep, there's gaps, Peggy, and it's complicated. Right, that's And I, I would not attempt to do this on my own without your assistance. In fact, I think, Tenny, you and I have an appointment with Peggy sometime soon, don't we? We do, because we both have the Harvard Pilgrim Stride program, which is going out of business, essentially. They're they're not going to be providing that program anymore. So we need to figure out, each of us, what's the best 
gap-filling mechanism, cost-effective, best coverage, all those other sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So, Peggy, can you give us some um, kind of basic definition of (laughs) what we're talking about? You have to look at what your medical needs are, um, what doctors and hospitals that you usually go to, and what kind of drugs that you're taking. Um, So if they were to come into the senior center on the Council on Aging, I would do a search on the website, look at their drugs, and I would compare the different companies and the different prices for their drugs and also for the services, and then show them the different prices and uh, what areas they want to focus in on. So what is the advantage of an advantage program? That I never really understood. The Advantage Medicare Advantage programs combine, they give you the supplement to supplement the gaps, and also it provides you with additional drug coverage, and it also provides you with hearing, some hearing, some dental eyeglasses. Um, But you have to also look at whether it's an HMO, which means that you have to go in a network of doctors or in the PPO type of plans, and you can go out of the network, but your co-pays will probably be more. Mm. Aha. So so you could have an advantage HMO plan and an ad- or an advantage PPO plan? That's correct. I never knew that. That confuses me. <laughs> so you, okay. learned, you learned something new today. <laughs> right. Um. And so you do the analysis for people, right? What should they bring with them? They should bring their Medicare card. They should bring the insurance card if they have insurance now. They should also bring a list of their drugs and the dosage that they're taking. And then you put all this in the computer and you come up with the different options. Well, I put it into the computer and I show them where how they can go But every year, your health may change, and you have to look at your health Uh where you are right now, Okay. not where you're going to be in 20 years, because you can't just put it there and forget about it. Okay. So that's the reason that people should think about reevaluating what they're doing almost every year. They should. Yep. They should. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and you want to make sure you have the right kind of coverage... And you want to make sure that it's costing you as little amount as necessary. You need to evaluate these plans. Why do you suppose all the drugstores and all the television stations have so many ads right now, this time of year, talking about this plan or that plan and so forth? They want you to go with their plan. And I guess if you went to Walgreens, for example, and signed up with whatever their plan was, then they hope that you'll continue to shop and buy other things in their stores. That's correct. But any drugstore you go into now, it's really kind of funny. They'll have tables out in front with all kinds of literature, and you can grab it and become more confused. That's what's very confusing. Is And there's been a lot of mailing, and I get a lot of seniors that come into the Council on Aging, and they're getting all kinds of mail, and they're so confused. And there's also a lot of seniors that think it's legitimate material coming in and they're filling it out Mm -hmm. and they're giving some of these companies a lot of their information that they should not be doing. Right. Well, uh, Tenny and I each received this wonderful, lovely Medicare and You 2022 book, the official U.S. government Medicare handbook. It's 129 pages long. Very complicated. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's wonderfully put together and it's got pretty colors in it and so forth. Nice charts, yeah. all those sorts of things. Confused me even more. So, Tenny, have you read yours yet? No. that's. I mean, I as I said, to, <laughs> I said to Peggy earlier, I'm not a stupid person, <laughs> and I don't understand any of this. Well, here's another quote from Colin Powell. He said, Surround yourself with people who take their work seriously, but not themselves, those who work hard and play hard. So, Peggy, that's why you're here today. (laughs) (laughs) 
So in Southeastern Mass, we have various um, health networks. We have South Coast Health. We have Hawthorne Medical. Um, Primate Care. Primate Care, that's another one. How do we know who covers what with what? We can also do a drug search on the computer and look at the doctors to see if they're in their network. Mm-hmm. So, wow, this gets really very interesting. I'm going to give you one more quotation from Colin Powell before we break. He said, you don't know what you can get away with until you try. <laughs> Not sure what he was talking about, but we're going to come right back. We've got a lot more to talk about with Medicare. And, boy, if you're learning something right now, that's good. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Money Wise Radio, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder how much you really understand about the Medicare program or the Medicare supplement program. And if you're already receiving Medicare benefits, I wonder how many people understand that the amount of money the federal government pays out for Social Security and Medicare takes up more than 50% of the entire federal budget. People don't realize that. They think it's just a program that's out there, but it's a very important program. You know, uh, Peggy, we're talking with uh, Peggy Vollmer, who's a Shine Counselor from the Dartmouth Council on Aging. I've been reading articles recently that some of the political fights that are going on in Washington, D.C. right now over the numbers in the budget is because one of the proposals of the current administration is that Medicare should also pick up certain dental coverages because it's estimated that only 25% of seniors can afford proper dental coverage, and they don't do it. They don't get dental coverage. They don't get dental care because they can't afford it. And vision and hearing coverage. So, Tenny, you wear hearing aids, and that helps you to hear better, but it's not covered. But they're not cheap. (laughs) No, it's not cheap, and it's not covered covered by um, Medicare insurance. But... Think of all the millions of people in this country who suffer daily from not having proper dental care and hearing aids and things of that nature. So maybe it's a good thing, but somehow or another, we always end up paying for it. So back to these various um, groups that we have in Southeastern Mass, I assume that Hawthorne, Prima Care, and South Coast don't all accept the same Medicare gap coverages, if I'm saying the right words. They, w- all these companies will accept, if you do a supplemental Medigap type of coverage, you can go to any doctor in the country that takes Medicare. But if you do a Medicare Advantage plan, that's an HMO and PPOs, then you are more restricted where you can go. All right, that that clarifies it a little bit. So the Advantage plan gives you more coverage in areas like vision, dental, and so forth, maybe. But you're restricted in who you can use and see. Is that right? That's correct. And usually there's always a copay to pay with a Medicare Advantage plan. Whereas with a Medigap type of plan, you have depending on if you do a core plan or a 1A or a 1 supplement, then you have two deductions or one deduction or no deductions, and they will supplement whatever Medicare doesn't pay. They will pay it in full. Hmm. But your premiums per month will be higher. Okay. So basically, you don't have to stick with the one plan that you might have started out with. That's correct. We got. We have to always remember that magic age of 65 when you need to sign up for Medicare in the first place. But you can go from Medicare Advantage 
back to original Medicare or vice versa, as long as you continue to stay enrolled in both Parts A and Part B. And D. And D also, okay. And you can also switch from one Part D prescription plan to another, and you can also join a Medicare Part D plan. If you've ever paid for any prescription drugs, sometimes I'm amazed when I go to the pharmacy, and they'll say, well, your copay for this is zero. I say, oh, that's wonderful. And another time it might be $30. So I never can figure any of that out. They tend to tier the drugs depending on if they're a generic type of drugs, then they would be a tier one or a tier two. If they're a brand name drug, then they're probably going to be tiered a three, a four, or five. And that's the difference. And a lot of the drug programs will have deductibles so that the deductibles that you would have to pay for the drugs would probably kick in with the tier three, tier four drugs, the brand name drugs, not the tier one or the tier two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take a few prescriptions and some are brand name things that you see advertised on television and others are generic. And I still don't understand it all, except that I know the drug companies make a lot of work and a lot of money and have a lot of lobbyists and that's how they stay in business. So I am someone who takes very few medications and I really don't see doctors very often. I get uh, maybe a checkup twice a year. So it might be more advantageous for me to do a Medigap program and not an advantage or not? Not. Not. Okay. Not. I've got that wrong then. <laughs> no, the Medigap types of plans, because they pay a lot more, it's for people that probably have a lot of illness or sickness and probably are going to be in the hospital a lot more. Oh, I thought it was just the other way around. No, the Medicare Advantage, because you have co-pays on everything, you will usually... I'll make hope better financially because I won't, I don't use much. Right. It's like house uh-huh. insurance, car insurance. You know, you have choices on how much you have for insurance. The more insurance you take out, the more coverage you have. But sometimes you're paying for coverage that you're never going to use. That helps. Thank you. You know, you can hardly pick up a paper or magazine or anything right now without seeing some article about Medicare. And it's not just the companies themselves advertising. I received something in the mail yesterday from uh, Kiplinger's personal finance advisor, which I get every month along with a few other things. And they have an article called The True Cost of Medicare Advantage. And um, I'm not going to go into it in detail. I just want to make the point that um, it's really confusing. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so glad you counselors are there to do it on a volunteer basis. It's marvelous. Um, So what can you do? when you switch, uh, when, it, when it's open enrollment time, and what can't you do? You can switch from... You can switch from... Advantage a, to advantage gap or back. to a gap and a drug plan, or you can switch from the gap plan with a, drug, a separate drug plan over to a Medicare Advantage plan. You could just look at your drug plans and just switch from one drug company to another drug company. Okay, and what you can't do is you can't use the fall open enrollment to enroll if you didn't enroll originally. That's not what the enrollment period is for. That's correct. But um, if you enroll during... The general enrollment period, which is what we're going through now, your coverage will begin July 1st. So the plan that I'm on now is going to cover me all the way through next June, even though I'm changing the coverage at the end of 2021? No. Okay. This is open enrollment. This is open enrollment right now. And you are allowed to change your plan. 
That's okay. different than the general enrollment period. Ah, I got the terms wrong. I'm sorry. That what I'm applying for people, if I enroll them in a plan, it will start January of 2022. Okay, that's what I thought until I read this, but I read it incorrectly. So, Tenny, if you're still confused, we have some handout material that I'm going to assign you to read. <laughs> so let me see if it has it here. No, it doesn't have open enrollment. We've got a section uh, which is from this uh, wonderful booklet called Definitions. Uh, benefit period, co-insurance, co-payment, critical access, hospital, um, lots of things like that. I know you do a lot of work in the area of Medicaid, Tenny, which is really for longer-term care, whether it's uh, nursing home or sometimes at-home coverage. And I know a lot of people think Medicaid is complicated, but it seems pretty straightforward to me compared to Medicare. <laughs> well, uh, Tenny is quite knowledgeable in the area of Medicaid, so if somebody in your family needs to go to a nursing home, for example, and you're concerned about how do you pay for it and what can you protect and what can you save, give attorney Tenny Lance a call at 508-998-8800 and make an appointment to go see her. And she likes doing these Medicaid applications that are about four inches thick sometimes. Well, yes, the, you, the Medicaid program requires a lot of confirmation of how you answer their application. Right. Well, we, we do have some materials here that we're happy to uh, pass out to you. If you want to give us a call at the office, we're happy to send you some of these uh, summary guides like Medicare Open Enrollment 2022 Guide. And there's information about the guide, what is Medicare Open Enrollment, how to change plans, Medicare eligibility, and some other things, how to enroll in Medicare in the first place. This isn't terribly lengthy, but it looks to be fairly thorough. If you give our office a call at 508-998-8858, we'll be happy to send you a copy. There's no obligations. Um, of course, mostly we want you to see Peggy Vollmer if you live in Dartmouth or your Shine Counselor in your city or town and get the latest information. They go for training every single year to learn what's the latest. So make sure you give them a call. Um, Colin Powell also once said, don't bother people for help without first trying to solve the problem yourself. I think I'd make an exception in the case of Medicare. <laughs> you need all the help you can get. We will be right back. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today we've been talking a lot about Medicare and what a complicated program it is, but really how very worthwhile it is for you to learn as much as you can about it. You might get better coverage. You might save money. You might uh, find that you're entitled to benefits that you didn't know that you could qualify for. So I'm going to suggest that if you live in Dartmouth, you give our special guest today, Peggy Vollmer, a call at the Dartmouth Council on Aging. She's a an approved Shine Counselor for at least five years. And you can reach the Council on Aging office in Dartmouth if you're a Dartmouth resident at 508-999-4717. If you live in another town or city, you should call the Council on Aging in that particular uh, town or city and ask for a Shine Counselor. You will have to make an appointment. Generally, you can't just walk in because somebody might not be there. And I'd like to... Um confirm with Peggy some things that I think I understand. The Medicare Advantage programs are moving to cover things beyond traditional Medicare, like vision, dental, are they? I mean, yes. we see lots of ads on TV now. Yes, they do cover 
vision, hearing, dental. But different companies have different amounts that they cover. Some will cover uh, dental that they'll give you um, a certain stipend that you can use for different types of dental, but some will limit you to just basic cleaning, x-rays, and not go into restoration or um, crowns, caps, dental work. Which are really expensive. And hearing aids, some of them will give you a certain amount, and other companies may give you a little bit more towards the hearing aids because they can be very expensive. Yep. I remember um, this past year, I have an Advantage plan, and I needed some crowns, dental crowns. So I did one in 2020 because I had a $500, as you say, a sort of a credit there for dental. And then I did the next one in 2021 and got the other 500 credit for that. So I was pretty pleased with that. And I think, are those expanding? Are they? There is uh, some of the Medicare Advantage plans that are expanding the dental up to $1,000 that you can use towards um, restoration or crowns or caps. Um, Not all the plans. Yeah. But shopping for the Medicare supplement programs is really important. It's not that expensive. when you pay the Medicare supplement, let's say you pay that separately, right? That doesn't come out of your Social Security. Only the Medicare portion comes out of Social Security? That's correct. So if you get a Social Security check and then you are in the Medicare program, the premium cost for the Medicare comes out of your Social Security check once you're collecting Social Security. That's correct. So you're really paying for it. You know, they're talking right now with Social Security that for the year 2022, we're going to be looking at as much as a 6% increase in the benefit. It's the largest benefit in years and years and years. It has nothing to do with Congress being generous. It has to do with inflation. The rate of inflation has gone up so high. But we've been sort of cynical here in saying that, well, if we get a large cost of living increase in Social Security, they're going to probably increase the Medicare benefits, and you're going to give up most of that for Medicare insurance. And Peggy's nodding in agreement. <laughs> yes, that's so true. You get the money one place, and then it goes back out in the other place. Right. So, But it's a really tough time right now when you think about it, because inflation is at a, about a 13-year high right now. It's a record high inflation. The cost of gasoline at the pump is at least a dollar more than it was one year ago, a dollar a gallon more than one year ago. And then if you can find anything to buy, that's going to be more expensive. Cars, you can't find cars now. And if you do, there's no such thing as a discount off the sticker price anymore. You're paying full freight and then some. So, Peggy, about how many plans are there that people can choose from? Are there two or are there 700? There's not 700. There's not two, but... um, on the supplemental Medigap type of plans, there's probably five or six. On the other side, on the Medicare Advantage side, um, we have some new uh, programs coming in this year, which is a WellCare, uh, Commonwealth. Um, we have Tufts, we have um, Blue Cross, you have Aetna, you have United Healthcare. So there's probably five, six, seven, depending, but you have to look, like I say, at each individual person's situation. And you may save in one place, but if you don't go to the doctors a lot, you don't worry about how much it would cost you per day in the hospital or how much it would cost you for an MRI. And you could focus more on a dental, that you would get more dental coverage. So it's now the end of October. And there's about five or six weeks left. So, folks, you should really begin to think about what do you take for drugs? What doctors do you see? How often do you see them? And gather all that information and make an appointment to go see a shine counselor. I see um, quite a few people here who, when we ask them what they have for medical insurance, 
a lot of them don't have any gap or advantage programs at all. Or they don't know what they have. Or what? Or they do not know what they have. Oh, they don't know, right. That's true. Yep. So here's a good question then. If you have a senior who wants to go in and they're not really understanding any of this stuff, um, and Tenny is sort of in, Tenny and I are somewhat in that category, and we, we know a lot more than most people do. Could a senior go in with their adult children so their yes. children can help them understand it as I well? I have had people come in with a friend or an adult child, and they help. And also people sometimes come in because they speak a certain language that's oh, sure. not English. Yep. So they would help them interpret the understanding. That is fine. So if you're thinking about the cost of living today in general and the record high inflation rate we have right now, it ought to be important to everybody listening to think about, can I do better? Can I save more money? Could I get more benefits? My prescription drugs are already too expensive. Is there a way I can lower the cost of those prescription drugs? I can't afford it on my fixed income. This is a time to get proper advice from a shine counselor. We can also look at programs that we offer in Massachusetts to help with the donut holes if they go into the donut holes on the drugs, which is prescription advantage. Oh, I like donut holes. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Social Security donut hole or the I'm Medicare. talking about the drug donut the, hole. The <laughs> drug donut hole, okay. I don't like those. <laughs> oh, my. Um, is there any program that you know of where a person can go and listen to just what the heck is all this about? Basic information like a seminar or something. Yes, we have. Um, usually we've been trying at our senior centers and some of the other senior centers. They do a Medicare 101. That's what I'm looking for. Hmm. And, and how, do you, how do we know when those are? Usually every senior center has a newsletter that they put out every month. And a lot of times they would have advertisements in there for the month activities going on. You could also call uh, your senior centers to ask them. And we also, if you wanted to call the regional area in up in Middleborough, you could call for the shine up there, and they would be able to give you. They also do one through Zoom if you're computer literate. Hmm. Do you find that a lot of the doctors today are opting out of Medicare because it gets too cumbersome? Some of the doctors are um, opting out because it is very complicated with the billing system and the guidelines and what they have to take mm -hmm. as far as their price for their service, their charge. Yeah, now that's interesting because sometimes, uh, well, with Harvard Stride, as I have that for just a couple more months, uh, we got more paper from them every single month. If you go for a medical procedure, you'd have one page to serve as a screening sheet so nobody could read through the envelope. Then you'd have how to translate it into different languages. Then they would show you what medical procedure you had done and what the doctor's office was billing and what the Medicare program actually paid for. There's a big difference. Huge difference. Big difference. So, well... I don't know. Any last words of advice that you would have today for people looking to improve their Medicare position? Like I say, just check with the uh, Council on Aging and uh, call and check. It does not hurt to ask mm -hmm. and research. There is no obligation to do any changes, but right. it's always good to be evaluating what you have, whether you should change, whether you should stay with what you have. Mm -hmm. And if you can save money or make money or, or improve your position, why wouldn't you? Colin Powell also said once, the healthiest competition occurs when average people win by putting in above average effort. I think that's what you do, Peggy. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I think you do. I How mean, many hours a week do you put into this program for free? Um, maybe 15 hours. Oh, I thought it was probably more than no, that. No, I limit it. I could be doing a lot more. I bet. But you but also have to go for training. I yeah. do go for training. I didn't even count the training that yep. I spent. 
So that, that's a wonderful contribution to your community when you think about it and to your fellow senior citizens. And it's also knowledge for me, and I can gain from it because That's I'm how a you senior learn. myself. Okay. <laughs> That's how you learn. Okay. But we should all, as Ray said, be very grateful to you folks for what you do. Hmm. Well, Peggy, we're so thrilled to be with Peggy Vollmer today from the Dartmouth Council on Aging, a, sh- a very knowledgeable Shine counselor. And what I would like to say to you, Peggy, is that you not only rock, but you shine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Maybe next year we'll remember what that stands for. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we will. And thank you, Tenny, for being here. Well, thank you for having me. And Tenny, I, I sincerely hope that you've learned something today. <laughs> I, so, I think I have. So that you can teach me. <laughs> that, that, that difference between gap and advantage now makes sense. Good. Tell me about it later. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Peggy. You're welcome. You've been listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. Our firm provides insurance services. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.